Hey, it's your Kali. What's up? Warning. 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 You are about to listen to facts, stories, interviews, gossip, and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning, there's a possibility that your mind will blow. This show will start five, four, three, two, one. Wake up, wake up, it's that time of the year. There's the prepared, the unprepared, either way, you gotta go back to school. This <sighs> <sighs> pants. Dress. Okay, take out your summer assignments. Hey guys, you're listening to the last radio show uh, life of season five. And you're listening to What's Up, which is WLPN LP Chicago 105.5 Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Locali, in Little Village. My name is Marimar, and I'm here with... Emilio. Yeah, and today we're going to be talking about a topic that is really relevant to all of us, which is school, specifically going back to school. Now, Emilio, you already started school. How do you feel? I feel literally pretty, like, ready, but also kind of stressed because it's my junior year. So I got to put a lot of effort to keep on, you know, my grades good and everything good. Awesome. Well, I haven't started school. I'm going to start Tuesday, but I'm definitely, like, not looking forward to it, right? <laughs> I wish I could still, like, have, like, late summer nights and, you know, nice weather. Now, what are some things that you kind of felt that helped you transition into this new school year? Um, Maybe... Like getting prepared like over the summer also because, you know, I think you got to get in your mind that you're going to school and you're going to a new grade. That's going to be like a challenge for you. Like I'm a, I'm going to be a junior, so I got to think like about the CTA, some homework, you know, you got to do. Not do, but like start learning about your colleges, what's it called? Letters. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah, definitely. And if you're going to college, some things that help is to stop like binge watching Netflix, because you it's really easy to get in the habit of staying up like really, really late, just like watching like random stuff. So getting in the habit of waking up early and a new schedule. So we actually have a story that I made about like some tips that might help you get back to school and adjust. So uh, listen up. Some of you might feel excited. Other of you guys will feel anxiety. But nonetheless, school time is back. As a matter of fact, if you are in a Catholic, charter, or private school, you might already be in school. If you are part of CPS, you still have a few weeks left before Netflix binge-watching season is over. So I gather some tips that might help you adjust to the bright white ruled paper, the blue ink hands, and the overwhelming smell of X. <coughs> Number one, sleep. I do not want to sound like a grandma from the Victorian era. No, you're wrong. There's nothing wrong with getting kisses from your grandma. But sleep is important. It's already bad enough that school starts at 8 a.m. According to Nationwide Children's, teens should sleep 9 hours and 15 minutes, which means that if you want to wake up at 6 in the morning, then you need to be asleep by 8.45 p.m. Now that is a really early bedtime. So if work, extracurriculars, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, Donald Trump trying to blow up the world, they will be met with fire and fury. 
homework, and Netflix permits, go to bed early. Now, how many times do you make it to bed early and find yourself scrolling through social media? If you are like me, that is your life. So, in order to fall asleep sooner, you should stop looking at screens for two hours before bedtime. Take advantage of this time, do reading or history homework. Do not drink coffee or sugar before bed. Try tea or warm milk instead. Shower and wear your favorite PJs to get you in the mood for bed. Gather all the things you need for the next day. Choose your uniform, your outfit, and put all your books inside your bag. This is the hardest part ever. You want to take a nap? I'm taking a nap here. Okay, take a nap right there then. In order not to snooze yourself into a tardy slip or a detention, place your alarm far away from you and disable the snooze setting. That way, you have to get up. Do your bed immediately when you get up. That way, you don't want to jump back in bed. Wash your face, please. This will wake you up. Eat breakfast. You have been starving yourself for hours. You need food to function. The morning is like a first date. If it goes well, you might get a text back. If it goes bad, you will be left on red. Number three, you have probably heard this one before. But loving yourself is super important. You're going to begin a process full of activities. And in order to be the most efficient and happy, it is important to self-care. Take at least an hour a week to do something that makes you relax. That can look different for everyone. It can be watching a funny movie, taking a bath with your favorite bath bomb, or reading a book of your preference. With this tip, remember that balance is key. Self-care should be a time that you use to love your body. This will clear your mind and help with stress. However, you should not get cut up watching TV until 3 a.m. Although watching TV might sometimes help you relax, staying up late to watch TV will have the opposite effect. Your body's gonna feel tired and grumpy. Hopefully these tips will help you feel more prepared and confident on your back to school journey. Good luck! Uh, my name is Nasir, I'm 16 and I'm a junior. How do you feel about summer ending and then going back to school? Okay, usually I don't do a lot during the summer, but either way I don't like going back to school because I'm not like, when I'm in the summer I get really relaxed so I'm not ready for like being focused and like doing work and stuff. So like usually I get really nervous when school's about to come back because I don't know how to transition well. But this year I'm like a little bit more ready. I think it's because of working because I'm in the mind state of doing work already. So doing summer work helps me a lot transitioning back to school. Are you one like the person like the does? homework and work or just like the person that don't care a lot about school and just like try to finish fast okay i'm gonna be honest i'm not i don't care about work that much or at least i haven't freshman year especially i didn't do anything actually freshman year is when i was good sophomore year i fell off i did no work so i would just rush things or not do it at all completely like just just ignore it i'm gonna be better this year though are you like the person who have like a lot of friends or just like the person who just be like by himself just Okay, uh, usually I spend time alone, uh, but I have like a couple people I'm close with. I'm not somebody who likes to be around a lot of people. So usually I just have like a couple people, you know, that I'm really sure are my friends. I don't really hang out with like everybody. And what would be the difference being like through this whole high school year? Uh, well, the difference, freshman year is probably one of the more stressful ones. I think because you're trying really hard to like build up a solid foundation for the next couple years. Sophomore year is not as bad. But I feel like junior year is going to be pretty hard because of, you know, the SAT and, you know, preparing for senior year and college and stuff. But like overall, it's kind of smooth. As long as you do really well freshman year, you don't uh, slack off freshman year, then you are pretty much setting yourself up to do good. Uh, one of the last questions is, what message, what message will you give to the people to stay in school? Like to keep? Well, if you have passions and stuff and you have things you want to do, uh, unfortunately,
unfortunately the way the world is you need an education so if you were planning on doing anything like there's little cases where people can have succeeded without education but like if you really want to do well and you especially if you're a minority if you really want to do well the only way you're going to do well as a minority is if you have an education to back up your knowledge Guys, we're back and remember you're listening to WLP and LP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio broadcasting live from Studio White, Yellow Cali in Little Village. So do you like school, Emilio? Uh, I do like school, but at the same time, I don't like school. Like, I do like school, like, in the way, like, I learn stuff, you know, I made new friends and everything, but I also don't like school because sometimes, for me, personally, I think school sometimes do too much. Like, you could do, like, your homework and everything, but, you know, sometimes if it was so stressful, then you say, oh, my God, I'm done with this. I want to not go to school anymore. But you have to, because... Yeah. So I, I think that I like school, but I hate getting there. So once I'm there, I'm okay. But I hate, like, the process, especially now of, like, getting up and, like, going out in the cold and then being cold... And then once I'm there, I'm I'm cool. But then I hate, like, having to go out and there's, like, snow and it's gloomy. So I really kind of hate that transition. Like, I love being there, but I love, I like, I hate getting up to go there or coming out of school. Especially now, because there isn't a lot of light back. Like, the sun is fading really early. Or oh, I guess yeah. not fading, right? It's setting it's early. So the days are shorter and it gets, it gets, like, re- depressing. I mean, for me, when I walk out to school, I just feel pretty, I think not ready, but like in the way that I walk, I always pass like behind like above a bridge and it feels like the sun and then it's really hot. And then you wear all your, like I wear a uniform. Sometimes I feel like I'm burning inside because it's too hot. (laughs) Oh yeah, also um, I searched on the internet why people don't like school too. And it was because the students don't like school because they love freedom. And especially, I think this is talking more about, like, li- the little kids. Like, I think it's more like when you're a little kid, you like freedom, you know. You like to play with other kids, you know. You want to be more free. Like, I think for little kids, you should, like, do work, but not that hard work. So, also, it's because of a thesis of William, Williamson, something like that. I don't know how to pronounce his name is that students don't like school because their teachers don't have a full understanding of certain conjugative, I think so. And that's kind of true because when you ask a teacher about, like, help or something, they do explain you, but they don't explain you, like, quite right, and you're still confusing. And then I guess if you ask them again, they cannot be, like, all me and say, I already told you, or, like, explain you more confusing than it was. Yeah, definitely. I think it's interesting because... There are, like, a lot of different, like, learning modules. Like, for example, like, there's a Montessori model of education, which is, like, a model that focuses on, like, learning as you play for, like, little kids. So I think it's interesting because a lot of the times we don't really experiment with, like, the different way that people learn. Like, not everyone learns the same way. They learn, like, different ways. Like, and freedom is kind of, like, uh, like a good thing. Like, instead of, like, being our babysitters, like, teachers should be, like, more focused on making us individuals. But I do understand why sometimes they feel like they got to be babysitters because a lot of, like, discipline issues and stuff. Yeah. All right. So, Emilio, actually, you made a couple of interviews um, talking to people about why they like school, why they don't like school, and how they feel. So listen up, and you guys will hear those interviews throughout our show. So my first question is, how do you feel like when summer is done and you have to go back to school? I honestly don't feel any different. It's not that much of anything really. I really don't do much during summer anyway, so like me going back to school is more or less uh, a way to kill time. Going back to school, do you like are the person who like focus on the homework or the work or just like 
trying to finish fast and just like don't care. A mixture of both actually. Uh, I do try to focus on my work half the time, but half the time I'm just saying it's too boring or it's too easy, so I try to, I just rush it to get out of the way. Then the new friends, so you're like the people that got a lot of friends or just like don't like people. I try to stick with at least a group that I'm comfortable with. I like, even though I really don't socialize, I really don't mind socializing, but I guess I, I try to stay with like a little group that I'm most comfortable with than trying to fit in with people I don't like. You're in college, right? Yeah, I'm in college. So I'm going to college at least. What is the difference between like going to high school and then now going to college? Oh, that's way different. Uh, with high school, you're still uh, you're, spo you're still supposed to take mentor-based classes, you know, like the regular subjects and such. And uh, well, in college, you could do, from what I've heard, like you can pick the, uh, the classes that you want and such. And also with the major that you want to study, it's uh, it's entirely different because then it's not really work at all. It's something that you really want to do. You're obviously gonna be practicing. You're obviously gonna try hard in order to do what you want to do. And then I think this was the last question. And what message would you give to the young people to like keep studying? I actually don't know what to say. I'll just like the other thing I will possibly just say is like if you feel like you want, if you feel like you want to become something, you might as well just try to see how far you get. And if you feel like you should uh, you should quit, then quit whenever you want. But at least give it a try. Hello, we are Yola Kali. What's up? Because, um, like, majority of our schools in Little Village, um, a lot of teachers and staffs are actually getting laid off. Um, I could name some schools that you like if you guys didn't know. Um, yeah, definitely. Well, it's from, it goes from elementary school, you know, grammar school, elementary school, and, and high schools. So Castellanos is losing two, te two teachers and one staff member. Fergate High School is losing two teachers and six staff members. Elite Whitney um, is losing one teacher and six staff members. Zapata School is losing three teachers and nine staff members. Madera or Madero um, is actually just losing one staff member, no no teachers. Um, Spry one teacher, no staff members. Ortiz no teachers but three staff members. Cardenas is losing one staff member, but no teachers. Saucero is losing two teachers and one staff member. Little Village Multiculture, which is, you know, the high, uh, Little Village High School campus, um, is losing one teacher, but no staff members. Social Justice from the Little Village High School campus is losing two teachers and one staff member. Uh, Community Links is losing one teacher, but no staff members. Veco is losing one teacher, two staff members, and Little Village World Language is losing two teachers, but no staff members. And that's that's a lot, guys. That is crazy, especially because all these schools that you mentioned yeah. are in Little Village. The schools I went to when I was a kid are here. I went to Elite Winnie, and it's losing six staff members, and I went to World Language, and they're losing two teachers. Yeah, that's that's really that's crazy. A lot of teachers. Yeah, it is a lot for being like, and it's a lot of you know, it's majority basically all the schools that we have here in Little Village, and the one I feel like this is gonna get more affected is Zapata, which is is losing three teachers and nine staff members, and that school is pretty kind of big for being elementary school, and yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, especially because like education and after school activities and all those things are things that help like the youth stay out of like you know violence yeah and cutting down is just increasing like the city's problems and the other aspect of violence which really sucks because especially it hurts the latino and african-american community yeah. because we're the majority that are part of cps it is, it is really affecting because like once i saw this post um it's they posted in our little village page um they posted all the layoffs of all the schools there's more schools i just you know pick the ones that are we are getting affected by um but if you guys don't know like in your local you know schools you guys should search it up for sure because it could affect you guys you know like you guys might be friends with the staff members and teachers 
and that could affect the students a lot, you know, you know, lose interest in school, you know, that's probably the only friend they have or something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, what do you think, Emilio? Yes, I think it's really important because usually some of, I guess, the teachers who like have what's it called a connection with the kids, mostly from what's it called grammar school. I guess they're gonna feel bad because you know they're like the teachers who were like supporting them and now they're like gone and. Yeah, that happened to me. I lost like at least two teachers when I was in high school. They were they were transferred out because they couldn't afford it. You know. And like a lot of students were like bummed out. They were like, they were like, I'm not inspired no more. You know, they were like looking forward their senior year, junior year to have that teacher. But now they're like, since they have some random teacher that they have no idea if they're good at, you know, teaching or even explaining things, they're like, oh, I don't know you, you know. So it happens like, but I feel like you guys should talk to your, you know, friends if you guys have kids um search up if you guys are losing any teachers or staff members because it can affect a lot of students it might affect them personally because they're losing jobs but it can affect you know students too yeah most definitely thank you very much for that adi we really thank appreciate you. it and yeah definitely um take adi's advice and just look and be more informed yeah. about everything that's happening because the more you know the better you can handle the situation and i'm pretty sure you guys will have any local you know back to school f annual festivals because we have one here and we're gonna have one here in prochowski park which is on september 2nd don't forget if you guys want i do want to get some free stuff um you guys should check your local like park or any events that you guys are having in your neighborhoods not only here but you know anywhere yeah thank you adi so we are going to be back soon and we're going to be speaking about the different types of schools that we have in the city so stay tuned and remember that you are listening to what's up radio Hello guys, we're back. Remember, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago 105.5 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yellow Collin, Little Village. Yeah, so we are back, and we're going to be talking about the options we have here in the city for uh, secondary education, so for high school, which I think it's like a really rare type of um, experience, because in most states you don't have as many options i feel as you do here in the city of chicago and to uh talk a little bit more about that we have a uh, sleepy right here sephora hi so hi hey. how are you i'm good how are you nice i'm doing well are you ready for school um yeah i mean like i don't want to go back to school i like summer but yeah 
it's gonna come whether i like it or not this is true now this is gonna be your freshman year in high school right yeah and you're gonna be attending a selective enrollment school so let's start off with that uh what is a selective enrollment school a selective enrollment school it's basically just what it says um you apply and you have to take a test and they look at all these things um from your past so your past school records and you get selected so yeah they have to select you to attend their school yeah definitely so it's a i also i actually graduated from the school that sippy is going to and it's kind of a really hard process so you have to have good grades and you have to do really good on this exam um and then after that it's kind of like a lot of people apply so if you make it in like really really lucky so that's what a selective enrollment school is but if you don't want to apply to a selective enrollment then you can go to your community high school so a community high school is essentially the high school that belongs in your area so it's the closest to your house um and you're automatically in that school so you don't have to apply or anything you just register at the beginning of the year and then there's that other option of charter school. So, Emilio, you go to a charter school. Yeah, so, right. tell us, what is a charter school? Well, a charter school is where, like, you go. It's, like, kind of like a normal school, but, like, you pay for it. You think so? Yeah. But it's kind of not, like, private. So, you don't pay well, not private, a lot, a lot. But you do pay yeah, you a do hefty pay amount. Half of, like, half of the normal amount. Like, more. Because it, it's, like, more, especially for high education like they teach you like more like they put you more like stuff for like exams and all that stuff uh now how do you get into a charter school well for me um i actually was gonna be on a charter school but since we didn't have like enough money and everything i end up on a like a community school and then i like before i was gonna go to sophomore year my, they call my dad and say, hey, you know, your kid is, like, coming to uh, this school. And I was, like, I didn't even believe it because, like, at first they said there was no space because, like you say, sometimes there's a lot of kids that want to go, like, to school and there's, like, a full list. So they put you, like, on on the list to, like, wait. So when they said me, I was, like, all right. I was actually not pretty sure if I wanted to go because, you know, they're especially way different. Like I say, it's, like, more... I think harder, but I was like, you know, let's give it a try and see what like happens. Yeah. So the important thing uh, to note is that all of these systems, charter, um, selective enrollment, and community are all under CPS, unless you're going to a private school. But the charter school gets funding from both CPS and a private funder. So, for example, you go to, like, UIC charter school, right? Yeah. And then there's, like, Bulls charter school. And then there's, like, all these other different, and they have, like, a different sponsor. Um, now, which of these types of schools do you think is best, Sephora and Emilio? For me, I especially think the charter school, but also I think... Well, the charter school, I think, is better because they push you through like college to like get more into college but also think the community high school is better too because although they kind of don't put you harder to go to college but they do kind of teach you the, the like for me like the classes that I got um they were teaching me also to go to college and all that but also teaching about like my community like what's going like what happened here in Chicago like the real stuff that's happened on the city. So it's kind of good to know about good two, the two ways of the school. What do you think, Sephora? Mm, I think either charter or selective enrollment because this is actually really messed up too, but usually um, the amount of money that a school gets or resources depends on how good the school is doing. So um, a lot of the times, um, neighborhood schools or, I don't know, ordinary schools, um, they may not be doing as well as selective enrollment or charter schools, so they won't get as much funding as the schools that may perform better. You know, even, it doesn't matter, like, what, what else is happening, but, like, yeah, most of the time, that's what happens, so... You know, selective enrollment and charter. I think that 
they work harder to push their students sometimes or at least most of the times you know and maybe their performance is a little bit better than um community schools i think it's interesting because um yeah they do perform better but they also have like valedictorians from every cps school so um i also went to like selective enrollment and i noticed that immediately when i got there i realized that i was like around all these super intelligent smart people so it's like no wonder that like the school does so well and like speaking about those disparities like we were just talking about cuts and they're cutting so much staff and i remember that uh uh, when i was a junior in high school uh, that's when they closed many, many CPS schools, like uh, throughout the city, but especially in the south side. And that's the year that the school I was attending, Selective Enrollment, got a like huge building built. Like it's ginormous. It's seven floors, pool, beautiful view of downtown Chicago. And it was like, oh, yeah, we're broke. You know, CPS is broke. But here, Selective Enrollment School with all these smart kids, let me put all this money into you. So I think um, I think no one, like, I guess that if you t- look at grades, like, yeah, selective enrollment has the better grades. And if you look at, like, graduation rate, charter schools would have the higher graduation rate. But it's kind of like an unfair scale. Yeah. Honestly, like, just like you saying that, like, it's disgusting. And, like, I know it's, like, cool because, you know, we, go, we went to the same school where you graduated from the school that I'm going to. So, you know, like, I'm going there once they have the expansion but at what cost because they closed down a lot of schools not only high schools but elementary schools too and you're kind of telling these kids that they're not worth your money when you're shutting down those schools when you're not giving them the resources that they need and I feel like a lot of the time success comes from um, the opportunities that you have and when you don't have that many opportunities like how do they expect you su- to succeed and even going back to the process one thing that you have to fill out while you're applying to schools is the tier that you're in and the tier is kind of just like the area that you live in and whether so I think tier one is like the highest tiers and I guess like that's the rich neighborhoods and then tier four is um the lower income neighborhoods um yeah or the neighborhoods where there's not as many things and you know i was talking about and some someone was like oh like you know like that's kind of not fair you know like that's a little bit unfair and i was like um no i actually think that it is because people that grew up um going to these academy schools you know and you know higher income neighborhoods they had so many more opportunities than um than people that you know attended maybe my old school you know because even now when I went to Jones like there are some people that are going into their freshman year taking you know geometry and everything and my old school didn't have that so you know I'm going in taking algebra one because I wasn't giving those opportunities so yeah so I think that they should take into consideration where you live and the opportunities that you are given because some people there will all I feel like there's always going to be someone that that has better opportunities than you because you know because of where they live because of the old schools that they went to things like that which again sucks yeah definitely there's like actually like other countries like Japan for example where like teachers rotate so, for example, let's say, like, a teacher that is considered, like, a super good teacher and, like, I don't know, teaches math in, like, a selective or a private school would have to go to, like, a community school, like, every five years or, like, rotate like that. And I think that's important because um, a lot of the times we talk about, oh, well, the best teachers are here, but the best teachers that are, like, deal with, like, kids that are like really paying attention and then don't have any problems at home etc and i feel like if they would rotate the teachers there would be more equity and another thing that sucks is that like for example maybe you travel to go to charter school right emilio how yeah. long do you travel each morning uh it should like it's kind of the same thing because like the schools are really close to me but i remember when it was like snowing a lot we still had to go to school and it was like a storm so I had to walk through the like, the storm and it feel like horrible. Yeah. Yeah, I de- I had to travel like 
at least like 45 minutes to an hour every day just to getting just to get to school how much are you gonna be traveling to go to jones um well thank goodness like my house is not like too too far from downtown and it's right next to the blue line and the blue line is right in front of jones it's like i can't just take the blue line just like straight down or buses yeah i think i'm really fortunate where my house is located because it is around a lot of um convenient public transit yeah definitely but wouldn't it be great that you could just like walk to the school like by your house and it'd be like a yeah, good school that would be so amazing yeah that'd be like awesome i think that's what we have to work for like making all schools like great schools. yeah yeah because i know my sister um she's currently in college right now but she went to Northside college prep and that's on the north side and we don't live close to the north side and when she would take the bus to school it would take about an hour maybe an hour and a half some days and when it was super super cold she would come back freezing and i'm telling you freezing um just to get a good ed- education you know and why can't we have good education all over the city you know why isn't that available to all students yep definitely yeah well thank you so much for speaking uh, to us about that um now we have one last interview uh two more interviews by emilio so let's take um or let's stay tuned and hear them hi i am 19 years old and it's been a year since i've graduated high school and at this point i'm pretty much uh freelancer yeah all right one of my first questions it was how do you feel about like the summer ending and then going back to school um, well, when I was going to school, I always felt like, before I started working over the summer, I always felt like I, you know, wasted my time, you know, throughout the entire summer. Like, I, I wasn't really being productive with my time. I would just sit around, play video games back then, you know. But, um, you know, the, uh, when I graduated high school, I, I was looking forward to, you know, doing the summer job with Palooza, And, you know, it really changed my whole experience with summer. <laughs> So I, I, I now look forward to summer a lot more. When you go like to school, are you like one of the persons who focus on homework and doing work, or just the people that don't care about doing that and just like finish fast? Yeah, I was always the type of student to like pay attention to the teacher like always. Like I hated like having side conversations or just drifting off and doing my own thing. I always, you know, sat, listened to instructions. You know, I, I tried my best to do the work. I wasn't. I didn't have the best grades, but I always, I always tried to do my best whenever I had, I had assignments or homework. Yeah, are you one of the like the persons who have a lot of friends and hang out, or are you like the person who wants to be like alone and just stay focused? I have a lot of uh, acquaintances and friends that I do like hanging out with, but um, you know, I'm a really creative person. I like to you know to draw, write stories, and stuff like that. So at times I like being on my own, but. For the most part, I, I, I have a decent amount of friends that I do What message will you give to the people to stay in college and keep it like in Yeah, well, anyway, even if I don't go to college, I do encourage people to at least, you know, give it a try and stuff like that. I still want to do it myself. But if you feel like school isn't for you, it's, it's not over. It's not, you know, it's not the end. You can still look for other opportunities. That's what I'm currently trying to do. You know, you can, you know, get certain jobs, you can enter into programs, stuff like that, you know, even come to Yola Kali, you know, help you out, you know, so that's, that's all that we have for that, you know.
Maria Cruz, I'm 15, and I'm in 10th grade here. Yeah. So one of the question was, how do you feel like when summer ends and then you gotta go back to school? Oh, um, kind of stressed, because after summer you're relaxed, you're like sleeping in until like 2 in the morning, and then you have to uh, kind of get back into your schedule, sleeping at certain hours and waking up at a certain hour. So it's kind of stressful, the sleeping schedule, but for like actually going to school and starting everything is a bit confusing because like there's a lot like some kids transfer out some are new so it's stressful confusing but you'll get the hang of it like after a couple days are you the person who like focus on work and doing homework or just like the person like don't care and just try to finish fast um i'm definitely the person who focuses on my studies and work like stay in school study hard that's very like it's been said so many times but it's true like school does help like maybe not to not it doesn't how do I put this it doesn't like it doesn't feel like it's helping you but it is because it's bringing you much closer to maybe like a job that you want that pays good so you can buy your house start a family you know get that dream that you want but even like staying in school is very again cliche to say it is and we are back guys uh remember you're listening to what's up radio which is wlpnlp chicago 105.5 um broadcasting live from studio y uh in your locally hello we're hey. with brian Hi, Brian. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing good. Kind of sleepy. <laughs> uh, today we're going to, well, not, to, well, like, now we're going to talk about college experience. Yes, college. Are you ready, Brian? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to take a 16 week, a 12 week? Uh, I'm actually going to take a 16 week this time, but it's actually kind of optional when you choose your classes. Like, uh, there's some classes that are 16 weeks. And then it tells you if they're 12 weeks. But this time, uh, all of them are going to be 16 weeks, luckily. Nice. Uh, so I think that's cool because good thing for the people that are still in high school. In college, you get like larger breaks. So there's like a larger winter break. Yes. Uh, and there's a larger summer break, sort of. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, which is really cool. Now... Let's talk about the college process. How was your college application process like? Uh, well, it was really simple. Well, the first thing, uh, it was just going online into the college uh, website and just uh, putting that uh, you're new to college, filling an application, putting you all your info. And, well, for me, since I don't qualify for FAFSA, I did not have to go through that process, but I know from other people, like my friends seeing them, they had to do a lot of stuff for financial aid. And like they needed their parents to make an account as well for financial stuff. And then whenever you're in college, you had to go to the financial office and do like really this really, really long and annoying process. That's what I know. But uh, besides that, like application is really easy to do. You just gotta make sure you put all your info. Remember your passwords because <laughs> I forgot mine so one time. And, like, just remember everything you did, your passwords, uh, the info you put in, and be aware of your email because you're going to get a lot of email from uh, the college you, whatever college you apply to. Yeah, definitely. For me, the college uh, process was really, really stressful. 
I also don't qualify for FAFSA, so I really, really wanted to go to a four-year university, and I applied to many of them, and it was, like, really discouraging. Yes. Uh, but I ended up going to a city college of Chicago. Uh, so, yeah. So, the process to get into city colleges is, like, you essentially just fill out your information. So, a really good tip if you're applying to multiple colleges is that you buy, like, a little notebook, even, like, just from the dollar store or something, where you write, like, the name of the school, like, the email you use for the application, yeah, and, like, the password. Because, yeah, passwords are, like, so hard to remember because you're, like, applying to so many yeah, schools. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's so... Oh, or at least make you... What I did is I make a I use Google Docs and put all my passwords in there, and um, that's smart. Yeah, and like since there's yeah, she has you're right. Like may try to remember all your passwords writing somewhere down because since I forgot mine from City College, I had to like um call them and tell them I forgot my password. They had to reset it for me. So it is a good idea for you to um uh put all your passwords in in a notebook or somewhere. Yeah, I'm old style, so I really like to actually write this stuff. But yeah, <laughs> Google Docs definitely works. Um, have you thought of like applying to college already, Emilio? Or not yet? Not yet, but my cousin... He's still a baby. <laughs> <laughs> my cousin just went like two days ago to his college. He's like also a freshman. He's really starting. But also what got me like, kind of interesting. If uh, When you go to college, Brandon, are you like interesting to do like any other things like sports or any other programs yeah definitely so if you're like into sports you can actually get scholarships for that yeah it, it opened it open doors for you as well so it's really good i was not into sports so like eh. yeah i wasn't into sports either i was like Mm-mm. <laughs> um but what year are you in emilio um i'm a junior so you're gonna be a junior i'm actually a junior now Oh, cool. So, did you take the ACT? Not yet, but they already told me, like, you know, the ACT is really important, so you got to be prepared. And I was just, started making me, like, more prepared, feeling more nervous about it. Yeah, that's definitely crazy. But grades, and I think that a lot of people stress out, like, a lot of, like, getting into college. But I don't think that's so, so hard. I'm not going to say it's, like, easy. But I think the important part is paying for college. Yeah. So if you want to do sports, uh, to really have really good grades and stuff, that'll definitely help. Now, in terms of uh, paying for college, let's talk about scholarships. Uh, how are you paying for your community college? Uh, well, right now I have the Star Scholarship, which is basically gonna pay um three years, like all full, all three full years of college, all my city college. And um, actually, there's some schools that partner up with uh, city colleges that can actually, you can actually transfer your star scholarship to those schools. And uh, well, I had to pay out of pocket for my first year because I had some problems with the star scholarship. And I was actually, not my fault, it was the school's fault. But um, right now, I'm my for my next three years, I'm planning to use the star scholarship to pay everything. That's really interesting. And to join us to talk about that, uh, we have another guest speaker. Uh, his name is uh, Jerry. Sorry. Hey, Jerry. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Good. Are you excited to go back? Uh, yeah. For college, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and do you also have a star scholarship? No, I've actually do FAFSA. Um, I've done two full years of college. Um, I took a gap year off um, because I had some issues with FAFSA. I don't know what happened, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it fixed this this year. So I'm going back to college this year for hopefully to finish. How, how, how stressful is to do FAFSA, all the FAFSA stuff? FAFSA, it's not FAFSA that is hard. It's more like the... I want to say the administrators and the, the financial aid thing, the financial aid office, like it's always packed. And then like sometimes even I like I do my own FAFSA because I know how to do it. And um, but cool. the issue is them like when I go to my college and it's always packed or like they say, oh, you need this and that to bring proof or whatever. So it's not more of a like me thing. It's more of a them thing. Wow, that's interesting. And what college are you going to go to? Uh, I attend Harold Washington College. Yeet. Twin Cities. 
<laughs> triplets i guess yeah. <laughs> that's awesome now um what are like some tips that you guys have for like your first day of college that way we can tell emilio all about it so he can be ready right emilio yeah <laughs> uh one one tip i like to give out um, like always is if you are able to pick your own classes make sure you have some time uh in between those classes i usually like to give myself an hour yeah. of break so like an uh although it's gonna it's gonna extend the day of college like like five or six hours it's it's gonna feel like you're practically going to school but um obviously it is cool but it's better to give yourself like 30 to an hour uh breaks between classes so that way you could rest a little bit or go eat or do some homework or talk to the professor after class or before class um i've known people that have done classes like five minutes after their classes is done but it's a little stressful because they don't i mean they don't take breaks and class after class after class could be stressful so it's better to go easy on yourself and you know i mean it's you're not in a rush you know you still have a whole day of school so i mean extend your time so it's good to extend your time yeah and also when you're choosing your classes take your time when you're choosing your classes because you need to take a look uh, take a look at all the time you have for example you have work you gotta you gotta arrange it you know oh yeah so you gotta choose the classes whenever you're free you know when you're like <laughs> obviously work uh hours you know and uh just be careful and then choose wisely what times you want to use what times you want to uh what times your class you want them to be what days and everything Cause especially if you have a job you need to arrange them yeah definitely another advice that i think is big is like know yourself if you are not a morning person don't choose True. that 8 yes. a.m like yes. class i feel like because we come out of high school and high school starts at eight and like you end at three <laughs> you kind of want to just get through all your classes like really right early mm -hmm. but no like don't <laughs> do that unless yeah. unless you love the morning and you love waking up early then go for it But if not, like, for example, like I'm a night owl. Like, I yeah. really concentrate at <laughs> night. And I work a nine-to-five job, so I take night classes, and I love it. I tried taking, like, 8 a.m. classes twice, and it was so painful. I wanted to cry every single day. <laughs> so don't do that. I got it. <laughs> night. Let's see. I mean, I have a question. Like, since my cousin is also going... He also told me that sometimes when you move in, like, to the college, you know, you got to bring all your stuff. Sometimes it's kind of stressful because, you know, there's a lot of people and, like, in the hallways, like, getting their stuff ready. Like, for you guys, I don't know if you guys, like, are, like, those persons who are going to move to a college mm -hmm. all by himself. Would be, like, a nice tip to those um, people. Well, I I don't plan on doing dorm. Because it's pricey. Yeah, but it's I, pricey. I did help out some friends move into dorms before. Uh, one thing I do want to say is uh, keep it. Uh, when you're moving in, keep it to like the most important things that you need. For sure, for sure. For Bring college. your video games. Oh, crazy. No, no, <laughs> I mean, if you want like an Xbox or a PlayStation, it's fine. But like, you know, you got to have your computer, your... The essentials, uh, basically. Your, yeah, your, your, the things that you really need. And then the other things you could just buy around the college or the businesses around the college. Because um, if you do take a lot of things, then um, when you move out, it's going to be even way more things because over time you're going to be buying stuff and accumulating things in your dorm room. So just take the things that you really, really, really need and uh, make sure you do get a lot of help. Ask a lot of questions. It's okay. It's okay to ask because um, sometimes you could get lost or even sometimes you don't know what you could bring or stuff like that. But uh, dorming or not, you always got to ask questions. It's always best to ask questions because um, if you don't know, then how will you survive or how will you go through the day without knowing what to do? So it's so just, I mean, it could get annoying or like, but I mean, just be persistent and ask questions. Yeah, definitely. And I think it gets even harder to dorm, like if you're moving out of state. Oh, because yeah. typically then you have to buy your stuff over there and have it like shifted to like your dorm and yeah it's, mm -hmm. it's a big deal but definitely um if you're like thinking of moving out like think ahead and do a list <laughs> and you can do it on google docs or you can do it on paper paper you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly 
And another thing that changes a lot is friends. What is your experience yes. making friends oh, in college? Dude, I'm, I'm a loner. I do not know anybody from my any of my classes. I'm by myself all the time. So it's like different from high school because it's like there's so many people in, in college and not all of them are the same age as you. Like in your class, you could be with someone that's their first year, probably second year or probably their last semester, last year. And they're all like by themselves, you know. You might get a class with them, but like it's not a, with high school, you know. It's all mixed this time. It's not just like your regular friends in high in high school. So, I'm personally I'm by myself most of the time. So it's it's really different. Uh, well, for college, I like to keep an open mind, cause um, I mean it is college. Although it is not work, it is a great place also to network. You can make great friends. You could meet artists. You can meet poets. You can meet all kinds of people. Yeah. And then you never know, like one day this guy's he's a rapper he could become you know the next chant or whatever so <laughs> you know, just keep an open mind and uh, just be friendly yeah true and try to talk to people from someone out of your area or bounds um, it's cool to meet new people and it's really nice okay guys and then we have a question from our audience which is what would you tell a freshman of college or a college freshman or a high school freshman uh, what advice would you give them about maybe joining programs and why even like join programs? Okay, if you want to join a program, wait make for high school. Any for right? high school, uh, for a high school freshman or a college freshman. Oh yeah, you just try to make sure you, you join something you like, you know, and something that is gonna help you get uh, like more skills or something, and they're definitely gonna help you a lot uh, for the future. Like the more programs you join. The better it's gonna look in your resume, you know. And sometimes, uh, when you're applying for college, uh, they're looking for your resumes and they want to know what you've done. But join a program that you like, that you really enjoy. There's like a probably robotic program. You like math and robotic stuff. You should join. You know, there's an art program. You should join. But make sure it's something you like. You know. Um, I gotta. I have to agree with Brian. Um, but also adding to that, you also have to join a program that it. Uh, is well suited for you so um if you have the time for that mm -hmm. event or whatever um you could join it but you also have to you know check your schedule and all that because sometimes yeah. you have work and then school and then you have other after school activities and then it might interfere with the programs and so you just check your schedule and make sure you have time for it um but yeah um have fun the boys correct though <laughs> I just ate tamales. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty dry. <laughs> what, wow. is, what is your experience, Emilio? For me, I think a uh, good uh, what's it called tip to, that I should give to a freshman from high school. Since, like I said, my freshman in high school was kind of confusing because I was a bilingual kid. But now that I'm in charter school, I have a friend, my neighbor, that transferred us to a charter school. And she told me, like, I think she started like a week ago or like the same thing as me like two days ago and she already told me that she hate freshman year she's already done with school now like relax like i know it's kind of your first year and like you literally came from elementary school to now for like high school and it all everything is different but i obviously tell her like you know to give it like a try like, I know sometimes some kids stress mostly with freshmen because, like I said, it's really different from elementary. But, like, if you think about it, you're, like, learning new stuff to become something that you will, like, be success. Like, all those, like, freshmen, sophomore, and junior are, like, starting to go to a good college, which is a good reason to why you should, like, keep studying or keep focusing on school. Yeah, definitely. As a fresh, uh, for a high school freshman, I would say, um, really just remember that you're like a young adult now, and you are in charge of your learning. Not your teacher, not anyone, but you. So it's really up to you to learn. Um, and then as a college freshman, I would say like kind of like forget a little bit about the rules you taught in high school. Yeah. Like I remember something really, really embarrassing that happened to me as a college freshman was that I asked the teacher if I could go to the bathroom, <laughs> and it was like the teacher was like what 
Like, is this a real question? <laughs> and, but that was oh. because I was like so used to like this high school yeah. structure. And in college, it's a little different. You're literally in charge of your time. Yeah, you're, bas you're basically yeah. considered an adult. So you make your own decisions. Everything is up to you. Like, no one's going to be. I think the you know yeah I think the only reason the professors in the room um is for to take your homework and to grade your attendance other than that yeah. you could pretty much leave like halfway through your uh session of class like you could go in and then it could be a 45 minute session and then you could just leave at 30 minutes and you though you'll be fine as long as you just get the homework or ask someone from the class like oh what was the homework this and that mm -hmm. you know but either way um Uh, in college, you are you get to know your homework months way before, because you have like a syllabus, and then the uh, oh, professors yeah. they uh, you're supposed to. Like, majority of the time in college, you talk more to your professor through emails than through a class session, because mm -hmm. it's everything's pretty much online. When you turn in homework or when you want to do a meeting, you could just email them and they'll be available. Yeah, I mean, they do talk to you during class, you know, but mostly, like, when you have questions at home or something, you just yeah. mostly emails to them. Yeah, definitely. It's really, really different. Now, another question. Would you guys recommend a college freshman or a college student to get a part-time job? Yeah. Mm, yeah. You you need that extra money for food or for, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, going out and having fun with friends or yeah. something like that. Like, go, going to college doesn't mean just stressful things. You, like, you feel also try to, to dedicate some time to yourself but yeah. don't forget about college obviously yeah um i mean a part-time job is really good don't get a full-time job right away because you need to yeah. adapt yourself at being busy like most of the day you know yeah here's the thing i like to think about college um high school is 40 hours almost pretty much 40 hours a week yeah. that's a lot of hours but in college you literally only go fifth the most you hours you go to college a week is 15 to 20 hours so Uh, but usually um, for a full-time student, it's usually like 15 hours tops. Yeah, and the thing is that when you have only have one class one day, you basically just go to college, take class, and then go home. Yeah. It's not, you don't have to stay the whole day. So most, it's, it's not bad. Day. It's just that you just got to manage your time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, for sure. And uh, if you, like, plan on, like, saving up for, like, a car or for, like, something, yeah. Yeah. like, the money comes in handy. Yeah like also like focus in schools so, like if your job is taking up like your school time then you know school's like more important yes but it always helps like to have that extra money like for food like you said right yeah like don't starve yourself please i know yeah. and then <laughs> since it, since i take class in the morning i don't eat breakfast first so after class i like to go to dunkin donuts or like some other restaurant there and it it really feels good you know you get adapt you get used to it and just like It became part of my routine, so I'll probably keep doing the same thing when I start school again. Now, speaking about food, because that just, like, interested me a lot. Let's talk about freshman 15, like, gaining weight during your freshman year in college. Oh, actually, oh, <laughs> I gained, I want to say, I mean, I lost the weight, but I, I actually gained, like, 15 pounds or 20. Yo, me too. <laughs> in freshman year, because one, like, one restaurant, like, it just... It was not Chick-fil-A. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dude, right in front of it's Harold. It's right in front of their school. Because right in front of Harold, there's like at least 10 restaurants. There's, there's Panda Express. Panda Express. Dunkin Subway, Donuts. McDonald's. Uh, there's a Dunkin Donuts. There's, there's a, a Wingstop, but it's like a little far. You oh, walk. yeah. You gotta take the red line. There's a Pop Belly, I think. Yeah, and there's a, a Pop Belly. Bread. Panera. Yeah. And then the Thompson Center is like, what, a block away? Yeah, it's like, it's like right th there. That, the Thompson Center has way There's a Burger more. King, there's Arby's, that's like a little stuff. No, but yeah, I think it is real because, I mean, the two things I noticed that are really real in college are is food Junk and naps. Food. Like, you need yes. your naps. You're going to fall in love yes. with naps. You're like, oh, I need a nap, this and there. Even like the most uncomfortable comfortable place yeah. it's gonna be the perfect place to nap <laughs> I, you guys have you guys have no idea how many times I've fallen asleep in the CTA like going home or going yes. to school yes it's like time. that little nap from like my train ride from school to home <laughs> it was like it's the best feeling I ever know. in the library like a lot of people oh, take, yeah. take advantage of that they in used the to sit in the little couches in and the they chairs. just yeah yeah 
All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for speaking uh, with us today. Uh, hopefully, that advice helped all of you guys that are going to start high school or college because they are big transitions. So today's show, hopefully you enjoyed it. We spoke about uh, back-to-school tips, uh, different ways that people feel about this transition of like waking up ba- uh, early, like from uh, anywhere from freshmen uh, to college students. Um, we spoke about school supplies and budget cuts in CPS, um, and also about the different schools that Chicago offers. And remember, this is the last live um, episode for season five, but stay tuned for the next season. Thank you. Yo. Hello. It's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin' Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali, on social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at yolokaliartsreach.org for more. We are the robots. We are the robots.